Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we're watching one new movie from our mother's giant collection. I'm your co-host, Jaylene. And I'm Violet. And this week, which DVD did we watch? Independence Day. And I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that last week when I thought we pulled this one, it was like not really known, but it was not really known to me. I literally have never heard of this film until... I started diving deep and I realized how much money this movie made back in the 90s and how big this movie really is. That doesn't surprise me. I or like or like I'm not surprised that it made it was big back in the day. Yeah. But I I didn't know I guess the extent of this film. No. Yeah. I didn't know it was about aliens until I read the byline. And I just, I actually figured it was going to be a political drama. I mean, there's some politics, but it's like kind of touching some political issues of like the world coming together and leaving it there to fight the greater good. But uh, mostly alien invasion is the topic. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is what it is and how we're going to defeat it. Oh, not we. How Americans are going to defeat it. Yes. This is now our third alien movie. If you really think about it. Oh, there's going to be more. <laughs> but we, we started with Battleship. Send the bar really low. And the entire time I was watching this film, I was comparing it to Battleship. And thinking, this is slightly better. But how slight is it actually? Well, the one thing Battleship, I guess, had going for it is its um, visual graphics were much better than this one. But story-wise, this one definitely had a yeah. story. It had good character development as well. I felt as though Battleship, everyone was very static and they had their own role. And I mean, they... I'm trying to think of the guy who robs the grocery store and he's just wild and crazy and basically he gets in he has to go into the navy in order to get better. Whereas that wasn't the case for all of these people, like they played a part and it wasn't necessarily about bettering themselves, it was about helping each other out. Yeah. And then there was ET, which was 2 weeks ago now, which is funny enough that it was another alien movie and I can't say they're comparable except for the fact that they just involve aliens. And it was kind of interesting seeing this film two weeks from seeing E.T. and how we were discussing that E.T. is basically from the perspective of how would a kid mm -hmm. react. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying if an alien invasion or if an alien was met with a an adult, it would be reactionarily different. I don't know if that was worth, but that's exactly what this film was. Yes, but one thing to point out, like huge thing to point out, would be E.T. came peaceful. These things came not peaceful. They said, we don't want peace. Yes. So, but did they say that? Yeah, through the, when he was talking through the man. They asked, can we have peace? And he said, no, no okay, peace. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. There's definitely moments where I 
was not paying attention. <laughs> there was three times that I slowly removed myself and then I was like, put the phone back down, keep watching. Yeah, when they're dissecting the one. Okay. And then he puts his tentacles fingers or arms or whatever they are gotcha. around the okay, neck of the scientist okay and i remember they're that like can we basically like yes peace and he's like no peace gotcha it's also been interesting seeing and we'll continue to see how we depict aliens and what they look like and their core values essentially because battleship it was yes we're invading we are dominating and they're kind of robotic looking and they are super fancy don't know if that has to do with because the technology is there to do that in films whereas Mm -hmm. that wasn't really the case in 1996 for independence day and then same thing with 1982 et but et it seemed as though they had like a true concept of like what they wanted to create for him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's the same thing for this film. Like after doing some research, the alien decisions, they were conceptually developed and I understood that. But comparing it against Battleship, and I remember we talked about this, there was the big reveal of the alien and then it was left there. There was like nothing else that really happened from that. Remember, he gets like unmasked and he can't really see, and then he's like beating oh, up on, yes, on the okay. boat. Yes, yeah, yeah. It kind of got left there, and we never saw an alien mm-hmm. since. And then it just became more about we're beating the robotics. Yeah, we're fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The huge system of them. I don't know how this DVD ended up in the collection. Gonna be very honest because when we told dad what we were watching, he said, That's a terrible movie. So who was mom buying this for? I think it was on sale in a bin and she was like, well, okay. Yes, because the film was wrapped. Did she say that she'd seen it? She has not seen this film before. Hmm. Yeah. And so I got to unwrap the film, which means I was the first one to watch it. You watched it on Disney? I did. Okay. Yes. And I want to agree that it was a bin one. It had no labels, so I have no idea where she got it from. And I think that's going to be our best assumption. And I think mom would kind of also agree that's what she would have done. But I do kind of find it funny that dad <laughs> dad described the film to a T last week. I don't know if you overheard him saying it. He's just like, it's one of those American movies where the world's gone to shit and they have to come in and save the day. <laughs> And that was the movies, ladies and gentlemen. And (laughs) And we watched two and a half hours in order to just be told that within like 30 seconds of him saying that. I did some research on this film. Actually, I did a lot of research on this film because after finding out that this was a huge film, I then realized that there was a lot of data. There are so many IMDb facts that... After 40 minutes of writing down and trying to pick some of the top notes, I gave up reading the rest because I just was so overwhelmed with facts, some data, and I just, I left it at that. So what I'll go through is possibly like the most interesting out of everything that I've pulled. You could probably spend a good 40 minutes reading through everything. Some of it is duplicated as well, I will also say. 
The budget for the film was $75 million. Not surprising. I was watching this and I thought, hmm, this has got a lot. The graphics weren't great, but I mean, it's 1996. I have low expectations, but there was a lot. And there was also a lot of moving pieces, as in all of the flying scenes, all the alien spaceships, a lot of locations, a lot of explosions, a lot of people running out of their cars. Like there was three different scenes. Yeah. Five. I don't know a lot. And then there was like different areas was, around the yeah. world. So I'm not surprised. Worldwide. This film made $817 million. That's a lot of money. Yes. It was a blockbuster, so it was aimed and targeted to release at the beginning of summer, creating a hype around people going in, watching the movie of the summer, essentially. It was released July 7th, 1996. It advertised at the Super Bowl for 1996. Hmm. It had a 30-second ad, and it cost them $1.3 million to advertise for that. In total, their advertising campaign cost $24 million to get this film. Okay. That's not baked into the movie budget, by the way. That's on top of. So they definitely were successful. They got their earnings back. I also looked up what... A 30-second ad cost in the year 2022, $6.5 million. 6.5, okay. They paid 1.3. So I also then looked up what does $1.3 million get you in 2022, like currency or whatever. It's only just over $2 million. It's actually not uh, what I would have expected. Between 2021 and, no, 2020 and 2021, advertising for an extra, or for 30 seconds went up $1 million. Yeah. Normally, it's anywhere between a quarter to a half million dollars. But from 2020 to 2021, they charged an extra million dollars. Okay. So the Super Bowl is actually to blame for our inflation. (laughs) I can't say that. No, but (laughs) no, but clearly there's, I mean, people are willing to to pay it. Yeah. I then thought, how many adverts do they average? And I think it's about 40 to 50 advertisers that they have. So if they're charging that at a cost and then they like, I don't know, like I didn't look at this and I'm now only just thinking about this now, the entertainment, if they get paid. Like halftime, sometimes they don't, because like if you perform in an award show, you're not getting paid, and normally it, you're doing it because you are trying to attract more fans and also have your fans support you. Yeah. So I don't know if Rihanna is going to get paid for, or Katy Perry got paid, or like all those people who do that. I actually just think it's maybe out of the honor. They also have a budget to work with because like... Well, yeah, I mean, there's... Yeah. I yes. mean, Katy Perry came in on a lion. Yes. Lady Gaga came flying in. I can only remember those two. Entrances. And I've seen... Yeah, those are the only ones I can think of right now. Yeah. But 
What other fun facts do I have for you? The U.S. military agreed to support the film until they, they saw that Area 51 was referenced. I saw that. I then was trying to look up information for Area 51, but then I didn't really want to go down a rabbit hole of information. And the Wikipedia page isn't really... I guess it's like surface facts is what I'm going to call it rather than like conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And I get it because Wikipedia is meant to be factual, not full of conspiracy theories. Yes. I just didn't want to end up on like Tom's blog, Area 51, and then read into his and go down that rabbit hole. So I just left it at that. You believe in aliens, correct? I believe there are other beings out there than us, yes. Whether or not they're quote unquote aliens. Yeah. I also believe in aliens. I also I I can't deny the fact that we are, why are we living? Yeah, yeah, therefore the, no, why can't anything are, else? Yeah. And an alien essentially is something that is unknown. Mm -hmm. So undiscovered animals on our planet or fish are technically aliens. Mm -hmm. It's just we have them De design and develop to do weird stuff it seems like when they come from outer space even though they could either look like us or they could just look like horses and wasn't it in 2020 when everything was happening the government released that they're like yeah aliens exist but no one like was actually like looking at this because or shocked or like no because <laughs> the pandemic was happening like they did it in like april two weeks after like the world had shut oh, down yeah, okay. you hadn't heard about that no. i meant to look into that so disregard this but i do remember like there was a headline that came out but no one was really paying attention because the murder hornets was also a big thing <laughs> The film holds the record for the most miniature models to appear in the film. What miniature models? All of the little planes at the final like fight scene. Those are models. Nice. All of the space ships nice. are models. Basically nice. anything that was getting blown up, the little um, White House that gets blown up, model. Cool. And anything that got blown up, the cool. Empire State Building. Model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen Elizabeth. That's not what it is. Uh, Liberty Lady. Why did I say Queen Elizabeth? Statue of Liberty? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just saw crown and I was like, Queen. Uh, that was also a model. Film will most likely hold this record forever. Due How to many? Technology. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, it must have been some absurd number, but no, that makes more sense. Yes, because everything now is digitally Digital, yeah. made, whereas before that's not what they would do. I think they had, I'm, I feel like I'm going to misquote this, but I think it was over 800 models that they made and then had to also like remake in order to, when they like blow stuff up and then they have to reshoot it. Yeah, cool. I loved this. There were two concepts of aliens that were developed. Both were loved so much that they both ended up being used. And so this is a scene when the alien is in a suit of another alien. I freaking loved that reveal. All of a sudden I was like, of course, this is so neat. This is so unique. This is something that I've never seen before, nor even thought of. I was eating dinner when they were cutting it open. And I was like, oh, I, I, I can't watch this. And then the person I was watching was like, oh, it's just a suit. 
it's not actually the alien. I was like, what do you mean? And then obviously, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely adored that. The script took four weeks to write. It was sent out on a Thursday to be shopped around. Friday, they went through offers. And by Monday, the film was in pre-production. Yeah. And then also it only took 70... Two days to film. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For the film, as big as this film is. Mm -hmm. And for how long this film is as well. Like, cool. Except for the crop dusting plane that is seen in the air... All other planes in the film were digital or models. Cool, that checks out based on your fact about it holding the record. Yeah. For the longest time, this film was nicknamed ID4. And Warner Brothers owned the rights to the name Independence Day. Century Fox is the one who was producing this. And they eventually won the battle... And they got to name the film Independence Day. And the only reason why they were able to do this was because dailies kept being sent to whomever at Century Fox. And Independence Day kept coming up in the dialogue and really selling that this film is all about Independence Day. And so it helped fight the battle. Did you know that? Like certain studios will own rights to certain titles and you can't produce a film under that title. Well, no, I didn't. Sorry, this just sounds dumb. No, like I can, I understand why that that's a thing. So I'm not shocked, but I'm, they, they, if they were going to lose Independence Day, they definitely could have named this something else and it would have been fine. Yeah, I think like, I think I saw Doomsday as one of the titles. Yeah, it would have worked. But I think, bec- I understand it happened on July 4th. So then I understand ID4, like I get that. And They do mention Independence Day, and it's not the fact that they were referencing necessarily July 4th. It's like we're trying to independence us from or emancipate us from the invasion that's happening. The film idea came to fruition when doing press for Stargate, the two writers who created this. A reporter called out Emmerich for writing content that he doesn't believe in. So by sounds of it, and from what I'm gathering... He doesn't really believe in aliens. However, Emmerich st- stated that he was fascinated in alien arrival and what would human reaction look like. And that's how the film came to be. The alien spacecraft in Area 51 was full scale. At 65 feet wide, which is 19.8 meters which is two 10-meter diving boards stacked on top of each other because that's the only way I could really envision that. I don't know. what I know what eight feet looks like. I don't know what 65 feet looks like. That is huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. Like, holy. How many meters? 20. Length of a pool. Oh, yeah. That's right. 25 meters mm-hmm. is length of pool. This film launched Will Smith's movie career he was primarily only known for Fresh Prince at the time. Studios fought the writers on this. The writers really wanted Will Smith. The studio did not. Huh. The writers won this because they had envisioned this rule for a black man. And there was a lot of racism coming up that they only wanted this to go to a white man because it was seen as a 
primary role. It's one of like the top bill cast, but they really believe that this was made for a black man and no one else. Hmm. They don't go into reasoning why, but I also like that you had the diversity, especially in 1996. Oh, yeah. And you had someone fighting for that. Mm-hmm. And finally, my last factoid. The film broke the record for the fastest to 100 million at the box office, mm-hmm. which took seven days, and 200 million, which took 20 days. Both were previously held by Jurassic Park, nice. which Jeff Goldblum was a part of. Good work, yes. yes and uh, Mr. Jeff Goldblum didn't realize that was you until halfway through the movie when I was like looking up on IMDb and I was like, oh, that's you. And then I was like, I don't recognize him from man of the year but he's barely in man of the year Yeah, he's barely in it and he doesn't look the same is what i'm gonna say i don't know i got like very erratic behavior from him in this one whereas the other one was like just kill the woman do we own jurassic park no oh so you want it really oh you should look him up in that okay i recommend it I mean, I've seen part of it, but I don't know what he looks like. And I don't know what character he plays. Is he the doctor? My ignorance in this is showing. But you have to remember, I was terrified of this film, still terrified of this film, and I want absolutely nothing to do with this film. Um, I can't remember who he plays. <laughs> Welcome to our movie podcast where we can't remember who plays what. In the most famous I also can't remember some of the movies we've watched. (laughs) I can't remember the name titles. Oh. I'll have to quiz you on that. Man of the Year? That one I keep forgetting. I keep wanting to call it Last Man Standing, but I know it's not Last Man Standing. I was about to like, what's the really good one? That was like an old 80s film. That was like American. Like patriotic American. (laughs) Protocol. Oh. <laughs> I love Protocol. It is so funny. Loves it. Can't remember the title. So, like, funny. Really funny. Good watch. So, I have uh, some news to update you on. Yes? There have been two new movies added. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Which two? Um, They better be good. I really liked that mom was trying to describe this film to me at the beginning of the summer. And I just was very confused. But it's where the crawdads sing was one of them. Okay. Which is based on the book. Lots of controversy over the writer on that one. And uh, War Horse is the other one, which you have no idea what that one is. I have no idea what that one is, except for, I believe it's 2011, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Big roll of the eyes over there. <laughs> I also asked, I was like, why did you get this one? I understood Crawdads. I completely understood that. Mom kept begging me to go to the movie theaters to go see that with her. I actually really want to read the book. So I was like, no. So now I have to read the book, which shouldn't be hard to find a copy because it was like, it was like the Hunger Games. Everyone was buying it. So I could probably find a $5 copy. But yeah, the War Horse one, I'm not too sure why she bought that one. So yeah, that's added to our list when we uh, pick our next film today. 
I have been re-watching Veronica Mars after you stated that you were watching it, but then you stopped watching it. Because we've been watching Gilmore Girls. Are you still watching Gilmore Girls? Yeah, we're on the third season. Oh, okay. I've watched all of Veronica Mars now in about seven days, it seems like. All three seasons? No, one season, the first season. I haven't seen Veronica Mars since the movie came out. So I think that's been about five, no longer. Longer. Uh, 20, probably 2015, 2016. Yeah, probably around there. So seven years or so is since I've seen any of the episodes. Mm -hmm. I remember so much of it, but then there's like tiny little details where I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I remember Veronica Mars more than I remember Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I don't know. There's like certain quotable lines that come up. Yeah, I remember I remember Veronica Mars much more than I remember Gilmore Girls. I I watched the show and I'm like, man, I wish I was in high school again. But I think it's what I'm missing right now. It's not that I want to be back in high school. I'm missing the days where I would go to high school, then come home and then put on whatever I'm watching and then binge watch what I am watching. I I miss that. Even though I like somewhat binge watch what I do, it's still what I do. But I miss the, that routine. of and Yeah, because like I remember watching Dawson's Creek in about five or six weeks. I haven't done. I haven't watched Dawson's Creek in a while. But I find them annoying from time to time. Dawson's Creek gets on my nerves. Joey, Joey gets on your nerves, or Dawson gets on your nerves, or Pacey gets on your nerves. Andy, who and, is it? No, not Andy. Who's uh, Michelle, Michelle Williams? Williams. Uh, wow, I literally could remember all the characters' names. I know, but I can't think of Michelle Williams. Anyways, her character gets on my nerves because I understand her character, but I find that she's like too spoiled, the brat, and she like really hurts her grandma. But then her grandma's really uptight. But then like they. They come together in the end and they have a really symbiotic relationship and I like it's fine. But yeah, I find that Dawson is too whiny. Joey is too whiny. Pacey. He's never really bothered me, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think he's kind of doing his own thing. You're like, okay. Yeah, I think the only storyline that I didn't like was the one that he was seducing the teacher or the teacher was seducing him. Everything else, his storyline is totally fine. Andy, she comes in later on that I don't really think it matters. And then the roommate in college to Joey. The only person I can think of in college is Chad Michael Murray. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Busy? Busy Phillips. Yeah, Yeah, her character. She didn't grow on me whatsoever. But yeah, no, I've been watching that on Amazon Prime because I guess that recently got added-ish recently. I don't know, it came up. And uh, the quality of it on my mobile phone is not that great, I've noticed. Dawson it or Veronica? Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars is on Prime now. Yeah. So not on Crave anymore? I don't know. Do I have to get rid of our Crave subscription or who's watching it right now? His brain is still watching stuff off of it? He, I can check in with him. I don't know if he's stopped. Okay. But, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. 
You just still been watching Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yeah, we've been watching Gilmore Girls, and I finished The Mole. Oh, hated it. You hated it. Why? Okay, why did you hate it? It was uh, a different show. Um, characters. The original is like the the group is like a group. It's a family. They've bonded. Um, you can see. I don't want to say they're they're living living circumstances or the hotel, but the way that they were like put together as a group, much different than how this group was put together. Like when they're at the hotel, where they're isolated, were they not allowed to talk to each other? Like you don't see them bonding, you don't see them sharing facts, you don't you don't know what their living situation was like. You only see them when they are doing a task. Yeah, and the way that they did. I don't know what it's called in filming. Like um the like when they sit down with whoever and they get asked questions and they're like ta- narrating what's happening. Oh, talking heads. Yeah, like that that part is done much differently than what it was like in the old one and I felt like there were just some really nasty people on it on that show that made it hard to watch. I was like, "Oh, you guys are unkind um i'm i'm happy the person who won was the person who won i think he he was a team player he knew what he wanted um he put his all into it um and he did it and to me in a very honorable way um and i've watched a lot of the mole because i haven't i've like watched all the american the mole but i've watched all of the australian mole and the Australian mall went on for years. And I watched all of that. And it had a similar flair to the American one. And yeah, sure, it was filmed in the early 2000s. But it was just more, more of a mix like Survivor in the sense that you had like you're, you're a group, you're packing, you're traveling through it together. And their challenges also included, and I think COVID, yes, plays a part in this. But in the other malls, like, it included just random people on the street. They had to, like... Kind of like Amazing Race. Yeah. They were, like, in Italy, don't speak the language. And it was like, all right, you have to... Here's a bag of everyone's laundry. You have to go and wash everyone's laundry. Here is, like, a traditional place that you, you can usually wash it. But everyone else, you can just go, like, literally knocking on doors and trying to convince people. You have to bake a pizza. Here's the ingredients. You don't have any, like... Yeah. They really had to, like go out and do things. I definitely were, think COVID is what. Yes, yes. But they were really left to their own devices. Yeah. These scenarios were very um, safe, I guess. Even though I found them really hard. No, there's, there's, no, there's much harder tasks. But that, that money one, I thought that was really hard, where they had to do the currency conversion. Oh, I think that was great. I think that was like very, very But it was like over the top. We're heisting a bank, like all this stuff. You could have literally just been like, okay, you all have to. But you have to do that. No, I think the, I think, no, like there's, there's, go back and watch the old mole. Like I love, I love the mole and I'm, I'm hopeful there will be a season two and it will have more I don't think it will you don't think there'll be a second season no do I don't think you're gonna get what you're looking yeah for? I don't know it feels pr- really produced and over the top I, I'm not in disagreement. I also find that it's overproduced and 
I'm also missing the interaction. Like when they, I think the only time we really saw that was when they were in the bar together and they got to socialize. And like, that's really the only time I like, I'm not in disagreements with that. I also found as though people really wanted to sabotage more. I don't remember that really being a thing. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. There was like some, not like nasty personalities, but like, I was like, as a, as a, a species is that just what what we're like now yes i do i really do think so that's a hard hard look on how how people treat each other because i don't i guess i don't like, remember any of the names but like the the man the the i was gonna i'm just gonna call him the businessman um he makes it to like top oh six yes. longer hair yeah yeah yeah. um where's the dress at the finale yes, i noticed yes. that at the end yeah he was very he knew exactly who he was he knew exactly what he was doing and he gave you exactly like his plan from day one and i respected that he was like this is how i'm gonna do it i'm really good at manipulating people and i'm gonna do that cool but some of the players that were like um, like the one that took $25,000 out of the pot and the way she talks to other people and the way she like plays the game. I don't, I was like, Oh, like I found it to be very unkind, um, and kind of nasty, but like, keep in mind too, you might be trying to play a character because at the end of the day, you're being presented an opportunity where money's in front of you and you're going to do anything you can in that character mindset to get the money. Yeah, but... Like, people don't play reality games with integrity half the time. Okay, but anytime she had a map in front of her... Uh, I really would like to know if she's a commercial pilot. Like, exactly. I wanted to be like, wait, are you actually a commercial pilot? Are you just like, can you just say it loud... Sorry, I'm bad with directions. Yeah, or like I even like in, in that, the talking heads, even in the talking hearts, we're like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm actually terrible. Like she she never owned up to like I just didn't like. There's certain characters I didn't like. I didn't like the mole. I I didn't like the mole in the second half of the game. I will say it started to become very obvious. I like did did you guess it or no? I didn't guess it. Oh okay. No. Okay. Keep in mind. I was cross stitching a lot. Oh, okay. So I like I'm listening half the time. And that's how I consume. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I don't yeah. sit there and I don't watch. I like to do something at the same time. I watched the sledding one and at that point I was just like I guess in my opinion I had never seen her really sabotage truly except for the train one. But I think she did do a really good job of almost catching it. Like, I don't know how fast the train is coming. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Like what she did, I you could have thought was sabotage or could possibly not have been sabotage. The only other time, too, was, yeah, her doing the notebook thing. I understand. But I could have also been like super blind. You don't know. High stress. A lot of money is Mm -hmm. on the line. So there's different emotions that are coming Mm -hmm. up. And it does suck that, yeah, she took the exemption card because they all saw and trusted her. Yeah. But like the one where they did the artwork one. Like how how would you be able to sabotage? And like there's certain like things that come up that were like a bit more different. Let's rock, paper, scissors over who has the right pigeon. 
I know. It's like, what? Yeah. Bothered me. I guess, like, I don't know, because what does the mole get in the end? I mean, they get paid. But do they make money based off of what they don't get in the pot? Uh, No. Because, like... In the past, no. Yeah, because, like, I was just, like, why was she trying to sabotage certain things when at some point she could have just played it a little bit cold like like that rock paper scissors one yeah um the other thing that baffles me is they we didn't get i wish we got all the questions to the quiz they're the questions that they normally ask like where some of them in the past have been like really fascinating or extremely difficult questions. Yes, I also agree with that. Like extremely difficult questions that you had to have hoped that you were in the moles group when you did whatever task if you were split up or you hoped that you had an ally that was in that group and was sharing that information with you. And they like the way that they the old and they bonded as a team is because they had tasks where like they they needed to know their group members in order to even complete the task. In order to, um, like, there's one where they are in their, I can't remember, remember, I swear they're just in Italy for the majority of it, but (laughs) they, they have a family member come out, like, everyone has a loved one that is there, and so let's say we're playing, we don't know what each other's family is look like, but it's like, okay, so your mom's here, so my mom is here in Italy, but I have to go and send you out to go look in a crowd to go find her. So I have to describe to you what my mother looks like, what she acts like. And I have to go and like there was there was more playing with each other than against each other. Yeah, I am also in agreement with that. However, I liked the show for what it was, because in my mind, it's bringing into a new generation who have never seen. Oh yeah, the mole. no, I love like genuinely. The mole is my favorite reality TV, and like, like, like to get something new makes me happy. Yes, finally. Um, but I, I do think Die Hard fans. Yeah, they're I not happy. Yeah, I haven't looked it up. And man, this is like, I can accept this, but could you just bring back the old mole tune? It's so good. I, I don't think they can. They they don't have the rights, I'm sure. But man, it is so, it's just in my mind. I love, I love hearing it, especially when um, Anderson Cooper, he used to be the host or he was the host of the first two seasons. Um, when he would, he would read out the questions for the quiz and the way that he would, like, when people were getting eliminated and they would get the red screen was just, in my opinion, was so much more intense. I was just like, okay, I'm waiting for them to just yeah light the phone screen up on their face to see if it's green or red. Yeah. I, as much as I really like Anderson, Anderson Cooper, I do think Alex oh, did a phenomenal she job. She was great. I'm actually very, very happy with who they picked for she this. She yeah. was like she could see she was giddy about yes. some of the things they were going to do um and like she was engaged with it um and she seemed to have a good relationship with the contestants so i do agree i think i think she did amazing and i hope that she continues because that can make or break uh, a, any sort of tv show it can make or break yeah who the host is. yeah i I'm like, yeah, we'll move to the film pretty soon or we'll talk about Independence Day because I I know that's what the point of this episode is. But 
I understand like the theatrics were over the top, but I'm also I'm understanding that there has to be some sort of like story plot that they're trying to drive like because when they got locked in the jail it's like yeah you're locked in the jail you have to escape and it's just like well maybe explain some of the history oh no I like that a lot I thought that was great um but the over the top is like this the first day when they're in this huge beautiful house and they're not even going to be staying there they're in for yeah I also was like wow they're spending a lot of money like doing all these things but then like they're only in for a short amount of time and then my other thing was it seemed as though they were only doing one big main challenge rather than a big one and then like a small one. And is the, am I correct in thinking that they used to do multiple oh, challenges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did do that for the food one because then they had also completed another one, correct? Yeah, and the, the same one where... Um, the car, whether or not they were going to help. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, there were a couple mini challenges, but at the same time, I get it's a show. But in the old one, they only had one duffel bag. Their clothes, one duffel bag. That's all they got. They got a duffel bag and a notebook, nothing else. And this one, I'm like, where are they logging around all their, how, how do they know how to plan for what outfits or like they have enough clothing to plan for I noticed the ex- this. the extreme weather and whatever. And I only say this because in not only the American mall, but also in the Australian mall. Um, and there's been other countries that have done it. There, it there's been a challenge where all of their things in their bags is being tied up over a fire pit and they have to ask questions about each other or about whatever it is. And if they don't get it right, then all of the things are going to be burned. But because it's, I don't, I don't know what, like, again, it doesn't spark me as a reality TV when they're all in specific, like the way that they're dressed. I noticed that they all were wearing the same jackets. And so I think maybe some of them didn't come prepared. And so then they were like, okay, we need to like scrounge up jackets for them. So I noticed that because I think also part of this game too is like you're going into the unknown. Yes. Yes. And so when they all had the same jackets on, it was like, oh, it looks as though they did a bulk buy because they were like, oh, we're going up a mountain and it's snowing. Yes. Yeah. I also felt really bad for them. This is like such a minor detail that I noticed. But when they did snowshoeing, they didn't have a heel lift. And so when the girls were talking about how tight, like tired they were and like calves, I was like, oh my God, no wonder. So a heel lift basically lifts your heel. Yeah. yeah. And so you're not stepping down Down as much. And it's uphill. Yeah. And I was, I just was like so upset for all of them because I knew how hard of a challenge that was. And so when like Will huffed it up that mountain and like was on the ground at the end, I was just like that guy. I'm so glad he like genuinely, I'm so, so happy he won. I am too. (gasps) Okay. We're going to, I need to stop talking about this, but I, I also, the one thing that I was really excited about but then got dropped off was that the first one where they slept out outside and he found a secret message. What happened to that to the rest? Because they used to do that. Yeah. And they used to have hidden clues. Exactly. They have to have, used to have hidden clues that'd be like, um, you could use them to figure out who the mole is. That would help you figure out the identity of the mole. Also the case files that they looked at both 
There's two people that looked at the case files and that's Avery and, and the other gentleman that yeah, we can't think, think of his name. Yeah. What was in the case files? We never got told. Like, there's so many. I I wanted more. I just I wanted more, and it was all like more showy and flashy. I'm hoping for season two. I'm hoping for more. Yeah, I'm hoping that they get some feedback. Mm-hmm. And rather than people complaining, it's not like the original actually giving criticism and constructive criticism as to how to improve mm-hmm. to get there. And whether that is, yeah, showing specific things that like the viewer should be allowed to see and hopefully having challenges in the future that aren't so restricted by not being able to mm-hmm. uh, be around people. Mm-hmm. I also want to know more about the quiz. It's when it's timed. Yeah, they if never mentioned that. If there's a tiebreaker, it's the person who completes it. For, like there's small little, yeah, yeah details because so in season two, one of the girls who makes it to the the end, the only reason she made it to the end is because she had a good friend. Like in the, the show, they were allies. So they answered the quiz the same, but she answered it a little bit sooner so her friend got off the show and then that cued her oh my goodness the person we were looking for wasn't the mole I'm I'm on the wrong track so that helped her game um and then in season one the two people that make it to the final with the mole they ended up having a coalition and they ended up always trying to make sure that they were both with the mole to isolate the mole from the rest of the group or that one of them was always in a group with the mole so they could get information we didn't there was no no playing together there was no dynamic like that. There might have been. It just wasn't shown. We didn't really see it. Yeah. yeah. And so as a viewer, you were only seeing what's being shown to you rather than, I mean, like, it's the same thing too. There's only so much, like, if they're capturing 36 hours or four days worth of footage yeah. and they have to get into 48 minutes, I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall... I I still recommend it. Like if you like reality shows and you're interested in like something that is amazing race, I don't know. And if you have watched it, it used to be on YouTube. It's not on YouTube anymore. I believe in the States, Netflix has the original moles. Go and watch those because they are, to me, in my opinion, like some of the best reality TV that's out there. That is a game show that I would have loved to have been on. I don't think I'd want to be on this one. But it's a game show that I would have loved to have been on. You never know, though. You would have been the person who was calling out people on their shit. What do you mean? If you were a part of that group and you weren't happy, you would have gone out to Joy and been like, can you read a map? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, actually. Yeah. Please stop putting directions in our hands, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why they kept doing that. Anyways, we can jump into Independence Day as we have totally uh, train, train derailed, the, derailed train. the train. Film was widescreen. Yes, it was for me too, but I wasn't watching it on DVD. I also decided to count how many American flags I saw because I thought, hey, this is going to be overly American. But what I should have done and what I should have asked you to do, which would have been funny, how many times the dog shows up? <laughs> The dog. 
<laughs> so in total, there are nine American flags that are shown. I actually thought there would have been more. I thought so too. I only counted it when it was in the room once. So like when we were in the Oval, I wasn't going to count the every American, single, yeah, every okay. scene that yeah. it was in. It was just like, if it's in the area and like, I see that that's what it was. So a little bit disappointing. So the movie starts July 2nd and it's zooming in on the moon and there's a plaque and in quotes it says, we come in peace. It mentions the fact that they had landed on the moon and. A 1969? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I I forgot my notebook, so I don't have any notes in front of me. Yeah. So basically it's just saying like, we have landed, we come in peace and then they left because can't live on on the moon. There is an alarm going off and a radio signal from another world source is uh, coming from the moon. And so this is when the guy at the beginning of the film is playing golf and then like wakes everyone up because like something has been tripped. There's an alarm trigger. We then meet Mr. President and he receives a phone call about this. We then meet. Yeah, we meet David and his dad in the park and they're playing chess. He comes into work and the office is completely freaking out. And the TV is going fuzzy and skippy because, like, something is happening. They're having a um, interference. There's then this field and airplane scene. So there's basically three storylines that were – no, yes. four storylines. Starting that were, off before they all end up together. Yeah. And so the field airplane scenes, I was like, oh, where is this going to lead? Me? Yeah, I ha- I'm – yes. I was confused too. My criticism is I actually think he should not have had a family. And that would have left out a half an hour's worth of retelling. He could have been a drunk in this town where the townies make fun of him and left it there. There was no need Uh, for his family. The only thing is going to be when he dies. I know, but he could have left it to his town or something rather than leaving it to... Yeah, like, I understand, like, at, after that happened, I was like, okay, I see why they did a family. They're trying to, but whatever. Then there's DEFCON 3 talk. And then there's a mention in my notes that it splits into three pieces entering in 25 minutes. I have absolutely no idea what that means. Something is happening. The spaceship. The big, the big spaceship has now split into, I think it's like 12 parts in the end. I don't know how I wrote down three, but I did. And then they're talking about how... I guess it must be like the 12 pieces because I have Iraqi airspace, the Cali coastline, Russia, then it like goes into New York. There's like a whole bunch of places it then shows up. Yeah, I think it, I think it might be it was over three, three parts in the States because it was gotcha. over Houston, New York. Oh, no, Washington. Yeah. And not New York. Yes, New York. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. There's a plane that gets engulfed in flames. I'm doing a very poor job of doing this. But anyways, so the president decides he's going to stay and sends everyone else to a secure location while they're trying to figure out what's going on. His wife is actually not at D.C. She's in L.A. She's supposed to board this plane and meet up with the president. There is hiding in the basement going on. Men are making fun of Russ for having an air. So this is alien guy is Russ. I'm so bad at this. This is going to be the worst retelling. Maybe I should retell it without my notes. Yeah, honestly. So there's just four storylines. There's Russ, who's in the fields, in the crops. He flies a plane. He has three children. Yes. 
Um, and then there is uh, Will Smith's character. Who Steven. Is an ex fighter. No, pilot, he's so. not ex. He was on leave oh, for okay. like a short amount of time. And so, like, when this had happened, he basically got called back and she's like, Oh, you have to leave early. And he's like, Well, yeah. yes. Um, and he has a girlfriend, and the girlfriend has a son. Yeah. Jasmine never got the son's name. No, and then they have a dog. Um, and they're in LA. So those are those two. And then there's the president who's in Washington. And then there's David who's in New York City. Yes. And so, David cracks the code. Yes. And decides that he needs to go to the White House. Because his ex-wife. Wife? Yeah. Yes. I guess like they're not officially divorced. I think they were just separated. Yeah. She works for the president. And he's like, she's the only one who I then have an in to tell about what What's this is going on. So he's cracked the code and it's a countdown and it ends in seven hours. So he shows up to try and explain that. This is what's happening. In the meantime, the president is trying to find ways to destroy these big ships, realize there's an electromagnetic field defense thingy in front of it, and anything they shoot at it just does it not it's not and it's not affected in any means. Uh in that meantime. Oh, they attack because like they do an attack on the spaceship, and then the spaceship gets mad. And while they're trying to air evacuate everyone else out of the White House and like get everyone to leave, the White House gets blown up. Yeah, so does New York City and so does LA. And then it's this like, honestly, three minute long compilation of just fire, <laughs> flame and people running. And the car is being flipped and over. over. Yes. <laughs> the person I'm watching, I was like, was, was like, that's a little bit excessive. I'm kind of over it. And like, it would just, it, it kept going. <laughs> yeah. So like we'd do one city, show it like it kind Getting, of fizzling out. And then be like, oh, and this is what's happening in this city. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Probably the same actors doing the same thing in a quote unquote different city. The president's wife uh, was in a helicopter and it crashed. Got, got, yeah. Knocked out. Not of the, knocked out of the sky. Jasmine? Yes. And her son and the dog find a safe little space to evacuate to. So they're okay. Russell has gotten into his RV RV and is driving it to Area 51. Yes, that is or correct. Or like they're on a way. Ooh, not Will Smith. Steven. Steven, who is Will Smith. Steven is in a plane and is on a mission. Mission goes poorly. His best friend dies. His, yeah, his best friend dies. He basically is in a scene that looks like pod racing, which I found fascinating yes. because it's prior. I know. It's three years before um, episode one comes out of Star Wars. I'm glad you are also brought that up because... I was like, oh, it's pod racing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like this is, this is pod racing. Like this is cle like... Uh. Anyways, he is getting chased by one of the alien crafts. He manages to escape and the alien spaceship crashes. He knocks the alien unconscious and then drags him all the way to the closest naval base, which is Area 51? No, or I think it's just a naval base, but I think he gets picked up by yeah, yes, the convoy uh, uh, of RVs yeah. that uh, come yeah. and show up. Yeah. So he has the alien with him. He's bringing it to the base. David has convinced the president it's time to evacuate, and they evacuate just in the nick of time as 
um, the huge fireball flame compilation is happening and you see Air Force One. Sure. Do you know what Air Force One is? No idea what it was. It's a plane. It's a plane, but it's like the president's plane. It's like a command center on all this stuff. And I was like, I don't understand their shoes. Their shoes? Nike Air Force Ones. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't buy Nike, so I don't know these. No, things. but I was like, I don't understand. They keep putting this, throwing this word around. Ah, uh, the person gotcha. I was watching was like, you don't know what that is. So I looked it up, and the first thing that comes up is shoes. And I was like, no, this isn't what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I want. And David, yeah, they all escape on the plane. They end up eventually going to. They're all at Area 51, and we find out aliens exist. And one had crashed on a ship a while ago, and. They have uh, one of the spacecrafts, but they don't have the technology to to power it or whatever it might be. And Will Smith's name is Steven. Um, Steven makes it to the place with yes. the alien. They take the alien in. They start doing the, the dissection. dissection. And that's when you find out. The, a, it's a double alien. Yeah, there's like a suit on the exterior that looks like an alien, but it's an interior. And the scientists, all the scientists in the lab basically don't survive because it attacks back and this is the scene that i was talking about they're behind glass and it has its like tentacle fingers whatever wrapped around the neck of the main scientist and he's using that to communicate um and the president asks for peace it says no peace and then they shoot at it it dies and we find out that these huge spacecrafts have been going from planet to planet um just like taking resources essentially so dave is really pissed off and he wants to destroy everything pollute the earth he's drinking he's unhappy and his dad says something to him about i miss this part but all of a sudden a virus is yeah like what kind he, of comes he out says, of this he says something about being sick or cold or something like that and then He's like, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. And dad's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, well, we have to make it sick. We have to infect it with a virus. So Will Smith. Steven. Steven and David board the X spacecraft because it's working now because all the planetary main big ship thingies are, are there, there. Are there. So it's fueling it with its electro whatever. Yeah. Whatever fuels it. So they board that and they are going to infiltrate one of the aliens to go back to the big spaceship so they can infect it with a virus so they can drop down the defenses and they basically say like you have 30 seconds to either leave i didn't understand the 30 seconds but then like 30 seconds happens but it takes longer than 30 seconds because it's hollywood so they can manipulate time anyways I enjoyed them going to the mothership i thought that was a fun thing i didn't expect this film to take us to yeah, I like the two of them. They were like two two guys broing out. Um, the whole thing about the cigars. No, no, we smoked that after, and you got this. I I'm gonna back it up. Pod racing scene. Uh, planes crash. He's dragging the ele- the elephant, the alien back in the parachute. Yeah, and it's just this beautiful shot, in my opinion. It's mm-hmm. this like white Sand dune, like just or, like sorry, salt lake, like, like just just 
the salt the, flats. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> the contrast, mm-hmm. this blue sky, mountains, and, and then just him in the middle dragging. And yeah. it, I was like, oh, this is this is cool. And we go back and we revisit that. And I'm gonna get there in my story. But the two of them are broiling out on the ship. They infect the virus. They don't get out on time. But eventually they they shoot at some of the aliens and they do make it out. Yes. While that is happening. The American Air Force has included anyone that can fly a plane um, and they go on their mission to shoot at the bigger crafts once the virus has been infected and the shield has gone down. And the president joins in on that, too. And they shoot at the thing. And then it wasn't enough. But only one person has one more missile, and that's Russell. And Russell knows how to fly a plane, so he joined on the mission, too. And the missile's not launching error codes are happening and he says goodbye to my family and then goes and flies right into to the spaceship ship himself um they all make it back and when they make it back they're like oh no what about david and steven yeah um and they're like we don't know we don't know we don't know and and then they're like wait we have something so then they run out and it's the same salt flat from earlier and it's the two of them just looking super cool walking away from their craft and smoking a cigar and everyone gives each other some hugs and it's july 4th 4th, by then um, (laughs) independence day um the only other thing i want to say is the alien spacecrafts were interfering with um communication so the only way they were able to communicate was morse code they threw that in there i really liked that yeah I thought that was a phenomenal way that aliens wouldn't necessarily be able to, like, they just think it's clicking. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Yeah. But other than that, you described the film really quickly. And I don't know if you can tell in all that. I was just moving my hands around <laughs> trying to explain it while I was going about. <laughs> um, but that that is what the film is. Um, and there were some funny moments. There's some funny moments. There's a line that Will Smith says, and I can't remember what it was over, but he says, I've got to get me one of these yes. or one of those or whatever it is. It was I, after he flew or was being chased by the alien spaceship. I think it was like an alien reference. Yeah. And I was like, I, that made me chuckle. So his 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 character brought in some um, comedy and as well as David a little bit. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's yeah. and same thing with uh, David's dad, the yes. the guy who played that. Yeah, they the three of them worked really well together. When they sit down to pray and the 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 dad the, the oh the, yes. David's dad is praying and the the agent comes and sits down next to him when everything's going going wrong and he and. The guy sits down next to him. He's like, I'm, I'm not Jewish, though. And he goes, no one's perfect. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, yes, like, that's exactly what it is. It's all about, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We are together. Yeah. And we're just going to hope for the best, no matter, like, who you are. Yeah. And I yeah. really, really liked yeah. that. And that basically sums up the film. I think there was, there was a big presidential speech that also happened and I honestly zoned out when that happened. Yeah. And I looked it up on the trivia and apparently that was some huge thing. It was. And I don't know. So the cheering was not scripted. People were just like, yeah, that's really great. And then they decided to keep that in. We can jump into your ratings and my ratings, I guess. Your story rating. Two out of five. Two out of five. Yep. Okay. I gave it a three. I said I laughed and there were some plot holes, 
but overall it was greater than what Battleship provided. There was more laughs. There is more of a story than what there was in Battleship. I just I give it a two because it's not a story I enjoy. Could care less. Yeah, completely fine. Music. I gave it a 2.5 because they had orchestra, orchestral, arca. Orca mu- music. Uh, yeah. Music. Well, no, well, no, I can't speak. Whale noises. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they didn't. Throughout the entire of it. Yes. I gave it a three. I thought it was pretty solid. I also found it to be a bit too cliche heroic at times especially like through his speech but then it's the end of the world by rem was also another kind of play on it was like oh that's kind of funny that they would uh, play that right before um they find out that the world is ending essentially scenes and locations i'm gonna give it a 2.5 okay so that one shot is just gorgeous in my opinion the salt flat lovely however I understand it was made in 1996, so the visual effects and everything aren't going to be amazing. Or like the fighting scenes and the aircraft and all that. Yeah. I was just kind of cheesy looking. And I, I get that it's 96, but Star Wars episode four, five, six, or whatever, is prior to this film coming out, and they did it significantly better. So, like, that's my only critique, I guess. Okay, fair enough. I gave it a three. Salt flats were stunning. I also really loved finding out that scale models were used. I think that I agree it's not the greatest effects, but I think now knowing that a lot of effort went into Mm -hmm. creating this is really interesting. Yeah, I think I'm just going to leave it there. Your overall score. 4.67. Wow. Interesting. I'm a 6 out of 10. IMDb has it at 7. So you are significantly lower, but it's to be expected. It's not your kind of film, and I'm a little bit lower. So most people, it seems as though, enjoy it. 7. 7. There are a lot of comments, and I agree with them, that if you just tune out and want an action-packed alien film... This is the one that you should watch. But if you are watching it for cinematic specific reasons and you want to compare it and debate it, I don't think this is the film. So that's that's why our, our scores land. Do we keep this DVD? No. No, we don't. I I've now just remembered there were no DVD bonus features, by the way. So there's two commentaries. I didn't watch them. Uh, I'm going to add this at the very end, apparently, because I completely glossed over that, but nothing special. However, it seems as though a lot of what they talk about in those commentaries were put on IMDb. So I would not have gleaned anything new by watching five more hours of the film. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's that time of week where we are going to bid adieu to... Independence Day, and we're going to pick next week's DVD. Are you ready? Yes, please. (laughs) Okay, I'll hit randomize. Hopefully it is a good one. We don't know until it pops up. And it's an animated. Disney? No. Okay. 
I don't know if you're going to get this. Is it like a child's animated or an adult animated? Oh, ch- do we have any adult animated? I'm sure they exist. Yeah, they do. I don't think we own any. Okay. Anyways, yes, it's a kids. It's a kids movie. Pixar? No. I actually think you're going to be okay with this one, but I don't know if you're going to guess it. I think I'm going to have to give you some hints. My, f- my two are Chicken Little. Okay. Um. At, no, it's not Chicken Little. Jimmy Neutron. We don't own that one. We don't? No. Oh, darn. I'm thinking the farm animals one. Home on the Range? Yes. No, it's not Home darn, on the Range. Okay. All right. Those are my three just random ones. Okay. So I'll, I'm going to see if you can guess this. My One of my favorite animated films. Mm-hmm. But this is a branch off of my favorite animated films. So this is a branch off to a series that's one of my favorite animated series. And the second one is my favorite. <laughs> the hell has an animated series? Because right now all I can think is Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. Oh, I'm, I'm so, so I'm so disappointed. I've uh... And this is a branch off of your favorite? Yes. And the second one is my absolute favorite top tier. It's the the sequel is almost even better than the first one. Oh, gosh. Oh, um, it's Puss in Boots. It is. Oh, my goodness. I forgot Shrek existed for a moment. I was like, I don't think you're going to guess DreamWorks. The second one is... So good. <laughs> so we're gonna watch Puss and Boots next week. Okay, I can. Yeah, are you okay. are you okay with that? Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. Awesome. We're gonna end the episode there. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this week's episode. If you would like to follow us on any of our socials, those are linked in the show notes below. Please like or subscribe if you would like to follow along on our DVD journey watching series podcast whatever this ends up being i can't talk right now because we've talked so much but we are watching puss and boots and we've looked it all up and it doesn't seem as though it's on any streaming platforms in canada more specifically it's not so don't know what where it is in the united states or wherever you are in the world however if you own it you can always pop that in the dvd player like we're gonna have to this weekend until then have a really great week take care everyone bye (laughs) 